Welcome to Honestly Uncensored, your monthly wellness retreat with your hosts, Caitlin and Lauren. We will be your monthly wellness retreat, getting honest and downright uncensored on everything wellness. We want to answer what you want to know. Please leave us any comments or questions on our Instagrams at Caitlin Curiosity and at Blissfully Lively. We're so excited to build this community and cannot wait to get honest and uncensored with you all. Hi guys! Welcome back to Honestly Uncensored. We're so freaking excited to have you back and listening. Um, we are coming at you with a amazing episode this week. It's just Caitlin and I, um, like usual. And <laughs> I know, like that's any different than the every like fucking usual. day. Um, <laughs> and we are so excited because we're talking to you guys about relationships and the five love languages oh, Caitlin so and I excited. died we had like an hour-long conversation before we just before we started recording all about relationships and we are so freaking excited to get into it we're so excited and there's a little graphic so we probably won't like go I mean we might get a little raunchy so if you are in the car with like your child or something you should probably turn this off, turn this or, off and listen to it and wait yeah time. listen to it later when we're not just talking honestly. about relationships but romantic relationships so yeah yeah sexual sexual relationships sexual if relationships. that needs to be specified <laughs> To be more specific, we're going to be talking about sex. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay, Caitlin, do you want to go um, and tell us about how your week was? Give us a catch-up. Yeah, we'll do a catch-up. So my week was interesting. Uh, it was just one of those weeks that I felt more blocked off. I was struggling a little bit more this week. I shared, I shared a bit of it on social media because I think it's important to, like, when you're going through a little bit of a harder week to let people know that it's okay to feel that way because it's it's hard sometimes for me to think like, okay, I'm regressing because I'm feeling this way and I made so much progress, so why am I feeling like this? Or you kind of I kind of have the problem where I can beat myself up. So I just have to embrace like the ebbs and flows of life. And last week was amazing. I was super creative and felt great. And this week I just felt blocked and like disconnected so um it was a little bit of an off week but I'm happy it's Friday and I feel much better today so yeah just keep trucking man how was your week totally um my week was the same I mean I'm always open and honest with you guys my week was like pretty shitty I just had like I felt the same way I um I'm not listening to myself very well And, you know, as a nutrition coach and a wellness coach, like I'm telling other people to make time for themselves and to chill out. And I just for some reason, like think I'm above it sometimes. And I'm like, no, but like I'll be fine. Like I can have a peanut butter and jelly for fucking two breakfast and lunch because I can't even plan. Um, And I'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then I like have a crashing down moment or like I can schedule six consultations in one day. Like it'll be great. Um, and then just a lot of family stuff has been going on lately and I just finally hit a wall on Wednesday night and had like a breakdown and started crying. Um, but I think it's all a learning lesson. Like Caitlin said, you just got to keep trucking. Like this week was heavy, I think for both Mm -hmm. of us. And we just, 
um want you all to know if you're having a heavy week we are there for you and we feel you and we would love to help you in any way shape form possible if you want to reach out chat with us like we have been there and we get it totally Um, yeah so i'm excited for this weekend to kind of like give myself a kick in the ass of cleaning my house and getting my shit back together in order and um you know like making food for the week and like spending time with my husband and like doing the things that I want to be doing and give myself a little break. So yeah, week wasn't great, but I'm like looking forward to the weekend and like really getting it back together. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I use the weekends for too. It's just a time to reset and like check back in kind of like go over what, what you want for the week or what's going to excite you during the week. And uh, yeah, I think I cried on Wednesday too. Wednesday was my cry day where I just like broke down sobbing like sobbing I texted Caitlin and was like on Thursday I texted her back and was like I'm so sorry I love you like I didn't mean to be (laughs) short I'm not mad at because like we text each other every day like about something or the other and I texted her like I was just wicked short with a couple texts and I noticed and so I texted her on Thursday and was like I love you so much I'm really thankful for you I'm really sorry like I wasn't it's not you I know, and I loved it. I was like, I love you. Like, I love you too. We're such dorks. But it's amazing to have each other when we're having those weeks. Yeah, because it's hard sometimes when you have those friends, like, that that won't validate those feelings. Like, everything's great all the time. My life is so great. It's like, no, sometimes you have really hard weeks for no reason. It just, like, is an energy shift or everything. Yeah, and everything just kind of, like, happens and, like, fucking penetrates you all at once and you're just like oh my god I can't I need I need a breather give me a breather so I feel you girl 100% and talking about relationships like ours um okay let's get into talking about all the good relationships and the romantic relationships in our life Yay. <laughs> so Kaylin pulled up this thing called the five love languages. Um, Kaylin, will you explain it a little bit better? I'm not great at explaining Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of you might have heard of it before. It was a book written, it was like in the 90s by a guy named um, Gary Chapman. And it's the five love languages. So it's basically, it was basically written as a way to determine what your love language is. And then it's, you can also figure out like what your partner's is. So that way, because it's okay to be different, it's totally cool, but it helps you become uh, better in tune with your partner's needs if you know what they, how they receive love and how you receive love and you can give that to each other. And um, even, I mean, you could even apply it to friendships or like with your family because it's not, it's not sexual. So the five love languages, the first one is words of affirmation. The second one, and we'll dive into like each one too. The second one's quality time. The third one is receiving gifts. The fourth one is acts of service. And then the last one is physical touch. So even if you just think about the way your parents showed you love as a child and like maybe how that formed some stuff for you or how if your husband really loves when you compliment him you can obviously tell that like that's words of affirmation is his so it just helps give you a better understanding of how um you want to receive love and then how you can give love to those around you in the way that um best fits their needs or makes them the happiest which is pretty cool yeah and that's such a good way to think about it like the way that you are in a relationship now um 
could be formed from like not a romantic relationship from growing up like I know that my love language is totally um physical touch and words of affirmation I'm kind of like a mix between the two I Caitlin and I were talking about this before we could not pick um (laughs) so we're both like a mix but I totally was like I was parented in the way of like everything's always so positive and like you're always like everything was always words of affirmation um and then my family's also just like very loving like it's always like hugs and um like if you cry like let's go like to friendlies and get like an ice cream and like talk about it and like very emotional and so I I totally see that that why I'm like that now Mm. it's like so funny I never even thought about it and now I'm like oh that makes sense That totally makes sense. Okay, so it says, I just pulled it up just in case. So everyone has a primary and then you have a secondary. So what what do you think, what do you think is the primary in that one? It makes sense why we have two. So true. I'm, I think my physical touch is primary Mm. and the talks, affirmation and compliments are secondary. I would, uh, yeah. That's like a close. It's close. Yeah. I think I would, I think I would totally agree. I think physical touch is primary for me and then words of affirmation is secondary, but it's funny because mine comes from family too, but in an opposite way. So like my family's super cold. We don't, they don't hug. They don't. That's like Chris's family. Yeah. So I crave that and that's how I want, that's how I want to receive love. And they also were... I mean, not to shit on them, but, like, they're not supportive verbally, like, or they don't affirm anything or validate anything at all. So that's my secondary is words of affirmation because I had a lack of both of those. And, like, my dad shows love through giving gifts. So, like, I am extremely turned off by, like, that's my least favorite one is the receiving gifts. Like, I could give two shit. Yeah, we talked about this. Like, I don't care if you show up with, like, it's super sweet if you come with flowers or something nice and I will appreciate it and be so grateful but um I think just growing up with someone that's the only way that they ever showed love it's like such a turn off me totally it like like the when she we were going through them before this and she said like she was like because Caitlin was telling me about the five love languages we were just kind of like chatting before the podcast and um she was going through them and she was like, okay, talk affirmations. And I was like, check, like that's hundred percent me. And then she was like quality time. And I was like, oh yeah, like that's a good one. And then she said gifts. And I literally said, fuck that. Like honestly, <laughs> like words right out of my mouth initially yep. was fuck that because that's exactly how I felt. Like, um, my growing up, my stepdad was like that, like him and my mom would get in like a blowout or a fight and he would come with like diamonds or like mm. he would like, you know, something like bad would be happening and it would be like, oh, like I'm never around. Like I'm always working or always like, you know, off doing something. And then it would be like, let's go on a trip to Mexico. And then it's like, yep. oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like that was the way he like expressed love. And so I totally resonated with that in the opposite way yeah yeah that makes sense and I feel like I feel like and I could be wrong because it's not my love language but I feel like the 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 giving gifts as a love language is almost covering up some other stuff like how you were saying like if they get into a fight and then he would instead of like dealing with it I'm just gonna give you something and and now we won't actually have to deal with the problem so at least that's what I like attach to it is more of like a negative uh, emotion to that love language. Yeah, but I mean, for some, 
for I don't know. I do for some women that's like a big thing is the diamonds and the flowers and the constant gifts and attendance and trips and And I wonder like if you guys I want to know. Like if you guys are someone that loves like the gift giving, I want to know. Like I I want to yeah. know like give us like an insight into like you and your husband or wife's relationship and like kind of why not like we think it's bad but just like your experience growing up and like I don't know I kind of want to like have a conversation about it I think it's a cool topic to like hear other people's opinions I think so too I think that's a great question um what do you think Chris's love languages are because 100% (laughs) physical touch (laughs) like 100% (laughs) um (laughs) why would you say that Um, though okay um (laughs) first of all his family is like not the lovey type they are the sweetest Mm. people you will ever meet the most giving they will literally take the shirt off their back drive fucking 17 hours to find you and give it to you like they are the sweetest people and the most giving people but they are so not physical touch like it's almost like like if you go in for a hug like (laughs) they'll give you a hug but it's like never never really there and and also um affirmation like they will ne- like they're never gonna say I love you like when you leave the room Ooh. like they don't say I love you and it's funny because Chris and I like that is huge like we say I love you like aggressively yeah like we say it all the time like it's like okay I love you okay love you okay bye okay love you okay bye I love you again like we're so verbal about that and that's really funny because I'm literally just realizing that Wow, that's so interesting. It's interesting because he's like me because we didn't receive it. That's what we crave the most. And you're you're the opposite. We're like, you got that. And so that's your love language. That compliments each other so well. That's really funny. Wow. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, and he's like always been a physical touch person. Like mm-hmm. I think like if we had a – like not I think, but I know. Like if, we, if our sex life wasn't good or like if – like that's like his – Totally. Like, that's his thing. And not like, and not in a bad way, because it's mine too. Like, it's not like, that's all he cares about. I'm saying like, he's just a very physical person. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, we compliment each other well, because I'm the same way, but I'm also like affirmations. Like, tell me you love me and like, cuddle me. Yes. Like, what is that? What is that quote that I just want affection and food or something? Yeah. Tell Uh me I'm pretty and like, yeah. Tell me I'm pretty. Play with my hair and tell me I'm pretty. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Me. Exactly. Like, there's nothing better. Like, literally, just like stroke me and tell me I'm pretty. And I'm like, yes. (laughs) Stroke me in all the ways. Okay, so this is why we said do not have your children in the car. Um, okay, wait. So, Caitlin, you are – are you affirmations and a physical touch? Yeah, physical touch is number one for me. And then affirmation would be uh, secondary for sure. And I think it's hard because I've been – I've been in a relationship where theirs was not physical touch. What would theirs be? Uh, probably – Probably affirmation, but like almost, almost like in an unhealthy way for sure. Um, but when physical touch is huge for me, because when theirs wasn't physical touch and mine was, there was a huge disconnect, and I was really unhappy. But that's part. It's okay to be different again, like we said. But I think you have to, you have to respect. Like it, he knew that was my love language, and he still wouldn't do it. 
So that's where the disconnect came from. Like if you understand what your partner's is, like if you know there's this quality time and you don't give that to them, like there's going to be a disconnect there for sure. Totally. I agree. Yeah. But um, uh, the person I'm dating right now, I think, would probably be physical touch and affirmation. So that's pretty That's exciting. good. Because <laughs> you guys are like on the same wavelength. Yeah, for sure. But then I was just thinking, like, I was just thinking, um, we're so, like, physical touch and affirmation, but then, like, I'm definitely quality time. Like, I get up in arms if, like, we don't have enough quality time. But I think that's a whole Mm. different thing. That's, like, a whole other thing. That's, like, a Christmas gone to school. And, like, I, like, that's a whole, I don't, I don't think that's, like, a love language. I think for me, that's more of, like, a we were apart for so many years that now I like I want like the the time together but not you know what I mean I don't know how to explain it yeah no I totally agree I think you're I think you're so right because uh quality time is big for me too like you don't you don't have to be like texting me all the time I don't want that I'm not needy in that way but when we are together to have that quality engaged time in each other's spaces is so important I feel like it's so important and like if we go like this past week we both were so busy we literally had like no quality time and now I'm just like craving it like I'm oh like, yeah I'm, like, oh my god can we just like lay in bed and do nothing and just like cuddle <laughs> is that is that really what you want to do no <laughs> that's not what I want to do but for the first I like say, what, I would pounce mm, on him like if for, I haven't seen him all week for, you're gonna like pounce yeah, on him we'll pounce we'll first cuddle then pounce I, or actually <laughs> maybe the other way around first pounce and then a yeah, and then a good. You can cuddle and then segue into pouncing, and then and then go back into. Why don't, Why can't you just cuddle and pounce at the same fucking time? That's a dream. <laughs> Netflix and chill in life, all day, every day, except for no no Netflix on. Fuck that shit. Like, give me some real. Give me some real affection. Yes. Oh my god, I like I love a, a romantic dinner together, but mm-hmm. I also love like the comfort of the next Netflix and chill of just like oh me too. I don't. It's just so comfortable. I think, mm. think sometimes <laughs> that <laughs> mm, at the end that just I died. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no. Okay. This is the thing. I always like nag on Chris. I'm like, can we just like go out for a dinner? Like sometimes I'm like, can we just like go out and do something a little different? And then we get out and I'm like, can we just go home and have sex? Like, I don't want to be here. Like this is too forced. And that's, I literally feel the same way. Like I love a good dinner, but then I'm like, but then I'm like, it's a little, it's almost like a forced thing. It's like, no, I just want to like wear my underwear and like have a tank top on and like chill on the couch. Like, you know uh, what I mean? Yes. That's oh, the fucking for best. sure. That's the that dream. That is the best. Yeah. Or just like a nice dinner and then just yes. go go home oh like immediately God. after. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't need to go out and like – I mean we can no. – No. we don't have to go grab drinks afterwards. Like we can just go no, back. No, 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 no. Give me <laughs> like, one drink at dinner and then – because I'm a fucking lightweight. I'll be, oh, I'll be yeah. like ready to go. After one drink, I'm like, take me home. I've only had three sips. <laughs> <laughs> I've had three sips. I'm ready to go. I am good to go. You guys. Oh, my God. Speaking. This is so off topic. But I had Caitlin. I almost I saved it and was going to put it on my story. But I didn't have Wi-Fi at the time. So I'm just Mm -hmm. remembering now that I forgot to. But 
there was one of those days this week where I was doing the thing where I was like depriving myself and I hadn't eaten. I was just like running ragged and I hadn't eaten in like a lot of hours. It was bad. It was a really bad thing of me to do. Um, and I was driving to go pick up sushi and I was like really thirsty and all. <laughs> oh no. And all I had in my car was a kombucha. So I uh-huh. chugged the kombucha. I'm not kidding you when I say I got a little tipsy off my fucking kombucha. Oh, my God. That is not a lie. That, that is, is how much of a lie. So I never drink. Funny. I just don't drink. Like, I'm not a drinker. I, no joke, because I was so thirsty. I had just worked out, and I was, like, going to pick up sushi for Chris and I. And yeah. I go to the place, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm dying. So I opened up the kombucha, chugged it, like, almost to the bottom, which, like, gave me a stomachache after because I, yeah. because I like, because it's bubbly, like. What is my problem? Anywho, literally felt tipsy off of fucking kombucha. <laughs> I told you, I'm a cheap fucking date. You're I told you, I have date. three sips and I'm like, take me home now. I'm already oh, drunk. God. Now that like, we're talking about dates, like what is, what is, what's, let's go. No, let's do what's one yeah. of like your favorite dates oh with Chris. God. Like let's name like favorite, one of the what do you top mean? Like, ones. Like favorite dates of all time, like past yeah. dates or, yeah. or like a favorite type of date. Um, Both? let's do a favorite type of date. Yeah. Okay. I think narrowing down to one is really hard. Okay. So a favorite type of date. I like used if he was, to. Like if, if he was like, like surprise. Yeah. Let's yeah. like do date night tonight. Anything totally. you want. Like w- at like what is, what is ideal for okay. you guys or for you? So I used to think it was like going out to dinner and like getting dressed up and like looking so cute, which like no shame to people who it is because like, Yeah good for you you go but for me like I thought it was that and then every time like we would go to dinner I would just stare at him and I'm like you're so cute like can we just go home like I really don't want to be here like like there's like other people around and like I'm just like shouting and I just really want to like kiss your face but like you're across the table so like then I have to which like I do love some good food like if you give me some Mm -hmm. good food I'll go out to eat like if you give me some good fucking Mexican I will Mm. go out to eat with you on a date and that will be like my dream but I honestly think my most favorite date is something like fun and adventurous. So like, like, like Chris is in the kitchen right now, so I can't say what I was going to (laughs) say, but (laughs) something like fun, (laughs) something fun and adventurous. Like, I don't know, like, he surprised me. We went away. We went to a concert. Like it, it, we went to a fair. Like it was literally just like like a, like a podunk fair. Oh but yeah. But we drove down to this fair. We went to this concert, and then we went back, and he got us an Airbnb, and it was like a fucking dream date. Like you can do that for me oh. all day, any day. And the concert was like free with admission to the fair. It was like twenty five dollars. It wasn't even expensive, and. Then we just like had some good ass food and went back to this Airbnb and were like tired and had great ass sex and then went to sleep. Like that's my fucking dream. Oh, that's amazing. Like, do that's some- perfect. Or like let's do something active and fun, but like make mm-hmm. it fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, What's I, your dream? I feel you. What's your dream? Um, my ideal – so I'm still into like I – I love food and I Phoenix has like an amazing local restaurant scene. So 
for me, it probably is still not like an expensive dinner by any means. Yeah. Like that's not, I'm not like a steakhouse. Pro, like we have some yeah. really over the top like steakhouses here and that is not my jam. Um, I don't like you do. I do not. I don't want anyone to spend like $200 on a meal for me. Like that's just not my thing. But I do love like going out to eat to like a little intimate um, restaurant, like a local restaurant with like really good ingredients. Cause that's I don't know. It's like super sexy for me when someone's into food the same way that I am. Like that's a huge turn on. Yes. Because yeah, don't don't try and take me to like I don't like. Me too. I'm a snob. Keep the kitchen. Like, yeah. Sorry, I'm yeah. a snob. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like food can be so beautiful and can be such an experience. So. If I'm going to eat bread, and I'm, I mean, I eat bread and I eat cheese, and I don't get me wrong, but, like, yeah. when I do it, I want it to, like, when it's local, and if there's, like, candlelight, and it's intimate oh, yeah, conversation, that's good. it's, like, it's so enjoyable, and that doesn't have to be expensive. That can be, that can be, a... I got my laptop just off. Um, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Hold on, guys. <laughs> Are you back? What just happened? Uh, Mayday. Um, sorry. I'm bothered over here so my laptop fell off my couch. <laughs> Holy shit. Is it broken? No, I'm, I'm back. Okay. Holy um, God. I got too excited. Um, yeah, real excited. <laughs> I was thinking about the next part of the date. And I just like. <laughs> Dying. Got ahead of myself. Um, yeah. So just like a really beautiful dinner out at a local restaurant with intimate conversation and I mean the physical touch comes into play like I love someone who kind of like teases you throughout dinner with just like physical touch of like tickling or just yeah like that build up so that you can um go home afterwards and engage in some some wonderful (laughs) times I got you so bashful. You're fucking sudden. killing me. I'm dying. Go to Poundtown. You want to go to Poundtown? That's oh where we're going to go. <laughs> I can't even handle you. I love you so much. It's killing me. Um, Yeah. That's uh, like, get a little spontaneous with me. Like, yeah. that's what I need. Like, I'm cool with like having a regular, like, here. Like, that's what we normally do. Like, tonight. Like, Chris comes home. We're probably going to go and like see some of his family and like have a little bite to eat and like come home and like have good sex and chill like that's like yeah what we're gonna do um but like if it's a date night like it's a planned thing mm-hmm. like do a little something fun like let's go on a hike and have sex in the woods like i'm down for that Ooh. Oh, <laughs> like let's yeah, go girl. do something fun yeah you know? oh, i'm totally Chris is literally that. laughing in the in the kitchen right now He's like, he's probably he's got like, a, let's go. He's probably, yeah, I'm going to say he's probably, like, pulling his pants down right now. Oh, my fucking he's God. Like, he's going to pull you off the podcast in, like, two seconds is what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, That's Jesus. amazing. Oh. You guys, dates. Go on more dates. If you're yeah. out of funk in your relationship, have a fucking spontaneous date, all right? Put on some sexy-ass lingerie. Put on some normal ass clothes over it. Get in mm. your car and go to your husband's work and say, we're going and doing something spontaneous and go fucking do it because life is too short to not have good sex. <laughs> yeah. And oh my God, you made such a good point too because like 
sometimes it's it feels so empowering and super sexy to have uh, like lingerie on underneath like a normal a normal outfit even if you don't plan on having sex it just gives you like that and it really makes you feel empowered and like a badass and knowing that you have like something else going on beneath what everyone else sees I think is so much fun I think yeah yeah it's just being playful being playful is so important and like not taking it too serious you know like sometimes we take life so serious that we take like everything so serious you know yeah yes yeah it's so true um speaking of dates so last night I went out um with the, the guy I'm seeing at the restaurant um, there was a couple next to us and they had to have been on like a Tinder or B- I guess Bumble. People use Bumble now as Bumble app, a Bumble date. They obviously had like just met each other for the first time. And the woman was like very beautiful and young and just like aesthetically pleasing. And the man, the man was quite a bit older and like super dorky, like super nerdy, just oh, but you could tell he had money. Um, so I was trying so hard not to get distracted because it, both of them were, like, talking about their exes throughout the dinner. Both both of them would, like, take out their phone and be texting, the other, like, other people during the dinner. It was so awkward and uncomfortable. But it was also one of those situations where you knew, at least intuitively, I felt like, they were both there for a specific reason. Like, she's hot, he's rich. They don't actually have anything in common, but they kind of fulfill those needs in each other, which is super – it was it was so hard not to be distracted, to be honest. Like, I was so distracted the whole time. What is going on? I need to know more about this fucking yeah. story. Like, this arrangement. It's an arrangement, which is yeah. so – it's so crazy to me. I guess – yeah, I mean – what would that be? Her love language would be receiving gifts. So it doesn't yeah, really maybe. matter. Right. She's on the other end of that. Um, that is so weird to me that like. Now, like when you think about relationships, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> you're going to think about everyone's love language. Yeah. So true. Oh my gosh. And it's just, it's so weird when you see people dating for uh, those kinds of arrangements and those kinds of reasons. Like, some women will date a man just because they think he'll be a good provider or they don't have to work or uh, it'll keep up like a certain image. And there's some men that will marry a woman just because they think she'll be a good mother, but they might not actually be in love with her. It's so fascinating to watch. Like I'd rather be broke and have crazy, amazing sex with a partner that I'm super connected to and we have amazing communication then be rich and miserable. Like, like I don't, I, agree. I don't get it. I don't know. I know it's, I know it's like the whole, it's the whole money thing. Like people, I think people just get caught up in like, what is the real, what, what is the real reason? Like why you're with somebody. And I yeah. think we forget that. I think we forget too, that life's long. Like you, mm-hmm. you want to marry someone you want to be with forever. Like forever. Isn't just like, Hey, yo, like 20 years, like forever is forever. Mm-hmm. Like, Maybe. May I ask you a question real yeah, quick? Ask me did you uh, did you and Chris get a prenup? No, no, I hells, love that. Hell's to the no. I love I would have said bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, um, because that happened. My mom, um, uh, on the day of the wedding. Oh shit! 
Yo, Uh-oh. on the day already, everything done Yikes. and dusted. Day of. Here you go. Sign on the dotted line. Ooh, that's dirty. Yeah. I feel like that's I've creepy. always, totally. And I've always just like, I don't know. I think what's my, I really do believe like what's mine is yours and what's yours is ours. Is that the saying? Mm-hmm. I think um, so. Sounds right to me. Yeah, no. I think, I think it's a different situation when someone has, I don't know why, but I think it's a different situation when someone has inherited family money. Because that's mm. something that someone put their blood, sweat, and tears into building a business of. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like if it's like a family-owned business. I understand it in that sense. Um, but no, I never – yeah, I'm like so not not into that. Yeah. Um, and not yeah. like against anybody that is. I totally get it if you are. Um, but I'm like – I'm so not. Yeah, I was just curious because – I don't know. I don't know how many people get them anymore. Like, I really don't I know, have a yeah. lot of friends that do them anymore, which I know. is interesting. It is an uh, interesting. Uh, yeah. Because um, I feel like for a while, thing. people. It was very like, common. Yes. Yeah. Totally. That was the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And but. we're like, we're like, we have a, we have our own bank accounts and we have a joint savings account. Like we're, but we're under the same account. Oh, cool. So like, we kind of did it that way so that, because I think sometimes spending in relationships, like. Like, Chris doesn't need to see that, like, he sees it because he lives with me. But, like, he doesn't need to see, like, every penny that I spend on coffee. And, like, do you know what I mean? Like, little yeah. stuff like that I think can sometimes rub people the wrong way and be like, well, you spent money on coffee. Like, why aren't you, like, spending money on this? Like, I think it's sometimes it can be, like, a little bit um, of, like, a an unnecessary evil sort of. Mm-hmm. Um But so we have our own checking accounts and we just do with our own money that way. Um, and do whatever, you know, pay our bills and student loans and all that stuff. Um, but then we have a joint savings. So we just like put into our savings together when we can. And like, like bills like are just kind of fluid for us. Like Mm -hmm. he had a lot of the stuff from the wedding on his credit card. And so I just would like dump money into the savings. And like, it's like, it's both of our debt. Like, it's not his. Like, my student loans, like, and his student loans, like, they're all under our home equity. They're all ours. Like, it's our debt that we are doing together, you know? Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a great way of, of looking at it. Um, when you guys do do dates, then who pays for it? Do you guys split or um, how does? No, we, because Chris has a, um, it's really funny. Like, it just kind of depends on the day. Like, so a lot of the time when we're doing something like out of the norm, like we're, like we're going, because we don't really go out all that often because we're trying to save a lot right now. We're trying to save a good amount. Um. Because we kind of want to get out of, like, where we're living now, our situation. Um, and we want to hopefully move to a better location. And anyway, um, so we're trying to save a good amount. But we – he puts a lot of our, like, fun going out stuff on his JetBlue credit card. And he gets flying miles. So he'll put it on his credit card and then pay it off at the end of the month. Um, and so I'll just – like, he'll do a couple and I'll do – a couple and we'll kind of do it we really do everything kind of based on our income so like Chris Mm -hmm. is making more than I am now so he's like okay I'll pay a majority of the bills like like why would we pay 50 50 if you're not making the same I'm making like like it's gonna be your whole entire paycheck of what you're making right now from your business to pay the bills so we kind of like it's I think right now it's like the way our paying is is really like 60 40 
So he's mm-hmm. paying 60 of our bills and I'm paying 40 of our bills. 40%. I think that's beautiful because I have a friend that gets like super stressed out about that. Like she is, I would say, I would say it's almost like, so for a lot of women, it's it, it can be considered independence or it's kind of more like a masculinity thing that they're struggling with. So they <laughs> that like, was me. they feel, yeah. So they feel like they have to, like, I, I know I have to contribute 50% to this. Like that's a very masculine way of thinking when instead I think it's kind of beautiful to let your partner step up into that role if they can provide more and then just to be able to receive that and not have any guilt attached to that and and like really validate and appreciate them for that and if circumstances change and you make more money totally and, and, and that's like cool. you, right. you, yeah you could provide that same thing for I think that's like that's how a partnership should work so 100 percent yeah. and it's funny you're saying that because I was always the superwoman girl I mm-hmm. was same here raised like fight or flight Lauren like you gotta fucking figure it out you gotta eat ramen you gotta be your account has to be negative a hundred dollars you gotta eat your fucking ramen noodles and you gotta power through and you can do this on your own and like that's how I was kind of raised or thrown into that situation because my mom was a single mom like you turn 16 you figure it the fuck out yeah um and Chris like as emotional as this sounds like Chris really taught me that like Mm -hmm. he taught me that that's not how good relationships work and you don't need to always be superwoman and like as my as your husband like it's it's part of my job to be there for you and as my wife like it's I mean you as my wife it's me as his wife (laughs) it's part of my job to do that for him so like yeah, I just love the way we do it because it just makes it so less stressful. And like one day, maybe I will make more than Chris. Like maybe mm-hmm. I'll make more than him. I mean, I have huge goals and like maybe one year I'll make more. And so we'll reevaluate. I think we really what we do is like every every three ish months, we kind of reevaluate our situation. So I've only been making more in my business. So we're kind of reevaluating like, OK, how much do I put in the savings? Um, how mm-hmm. much are you going to be, you know, we just kind of like reevaluate each way we go each, each time something changes a little bit. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. That's amazing. And a, a lot of people don't do it that way and they stress themselves out for no reason when it should be a, it is, it's like a partnership and you, it's, it's, you're right. You should keep reevaluating at least for people like you and I who are entrepreneurs or own their own business. Like you kind of have to be reevaluating cause you don't like it changes all the time. It's totally. Like not, it's like, it's and it's changing. good because like, if you think back, it's like, okay, every three months I'm gradually making more money, which is awesome. So then yeah. I need to evaluate like, so where's the money going? And granted, I have to put some back into my business. So I might not actually be making more of a profit, but maybe I have 50 extra dollars now because I took on three more clients that I can add to our savings. You know what I mean? Like, totally. I just, yeah, I think we totally should do a whole episode on like relationship and finances. Oh my God. Yeah. That would be a great one. I wonder if we have any. We need guys reach out to us if you have anyone that we want that you want to be interviewed. If you know anyone that like specializes in finances, because we don't have anyone. We haven't had anyone come on for like finances, but that would be really amazing to have someone who specializes in that and kind of can tie it into relationships. Would be really beautiful because I think that is yeah. That's again the money topic is something we a lot of people don't talk about and. I mean, I just think about my girlfriend who gets so stressed over it and just, like, beats herself up. I know. And I'm like, girl, let him, like, allow him to – because her 
the her man who she lives with it makes such good money and is able to provide and wants, and wants to provide to, yeah and wants to like you gotta not, let the walls down yeah mm-hmm. and not and but she's so hard stuck in that, yeah stuck in that superwoman mentality of like no I can do it on my own I can figure it out I can sacrifice I can it's like why would you put yourself through all of that grief when he's trying to be there for you as a partner and you're totally rejecting it one and then you're stressing yourself out and then it affects their sex life because she's totally so affects everything out. yeah exactly so yeah we need someone on to talk about finances and relationships that would be beautiful percent oh, oh my god on the road <laughs> yep we're on the road again guys sorry about that i just live on the road I think it happens like every episode. Literally, now. I need to like go in a fucking closet in the backside of my house. Who's that asshole? Is it the same person every time? You just wait until you come in. <laughs> you have no idea. You have I no I used idea. to this godforsaken to town. A, Get me yeah. out of here. <laughs> Literally, I'm just gonna hop on a plane and come to Arizona. I'll probably never leave, and I'll just be like, Chris, can you just move? Let's just move down here. I'll be like, Yeah, great, Lauren. Let's move the business to Arizona. Good idea. <laughs> great idea. Like that. Yeah, yep, we I, can do that. Great. Yeah. Yeah, because if you come out during, like, our winter, you won't want to go back, but come yeah, out here during um, the summer. when I'm planning in January, like, great. I'm going to be like, Kate, I'm going to extend my trip another two days. <laughs> You'll literally be wearing, like, a cardigan at most. Like, Fuck. it is so beautiful. I cannot I'm wait. talking to Chris about it tonight. You guys, Caitlin and I, okay, first of all, if you guys don't know yet, if you're just new to the podcast and you don't know, a, we ramble all the time, so get ready for rambling if you yep. haven't already noticed. And B, um, Caitlin and I are best friends, soul sisters, long lost sisters. Like it's it's unreal. Um, same on everything, same life values, same like business minds, like everything. We are literally the same person. Yep. Um, and we were connected through the grace and the amazingness of social media. Um, wow. And we have never actually physically met in person. And so nope. um, given our finances, it was just really hard. Like we just couldn't um, for the last couple <clears throat> months. And now finally in January, I'm going to visit Caitlin in Arizona. I know. And I'm so excited. It's going to be so exciting. And don't worry. We will have like an event here when that Hell's, happens. We're going to yeah. do, I mean, maybe like a live podcast, Fuck just yeah, some sort are. of collaboration event so that. We can bring together our little honestly uncensored community because there's so many babes out here that follow you and follow me and follow oh God, support us and we just want to bring everyone it. together. So we'll give you guys more info. I think I'm coming the second weekend in January. So not like the not like the New Year's Eve weekend or week, but the week after. Yeah, and then I want to come out there um, during <laughs> our summer. I want to get the fuck out of here during our summer in Phoenix Hell yeah. and go out there. Oh, my God, and we can do um, a little get-together here. You die. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh my God and yes. I told Lauren this, too, but the guy I'm dating, I had I had mentioned Lauren, of course, to him, and that we had never met. And, like, oddly enough, he used to spend, like, some summers out in Portsmouth, and he's like, you have to go during the summer because it's so beautiful. I'm like – how small of a world that like it, it's so crazy but I, I just feel like everything's just meant to be it's like all I happening know. in the way it's supposed to and you guys if you're in that just trust it like trust, trust, trust the relationships it. trust the new people that come into your life like just be open to new exciting experiences because like I don't know I don't know I don't know no um that we were connected 
Like, honestly, it's really crazy. It is crazy. I'm going to cry. Was... <laughs> emotional Lauren today. <laughs> so emotional. Oh, um, I was podcasting. I was – Lauren and I are both interviewed on another podcast, and we'll let you know um, all the details when they come out, those episodes. Oh, yeah, but the girl that was interviewing me, Sylvia, last week was, like, talking about how she was calling us. We're, like, in a long-distance relationship. And I was like, damn, we kind of are. We That's are. so funny. <laughs> For a Literally. year. It's been a year. Isn't that it's weird? It's been a fucking year. We should okay. have – we should do something. Caitlin, what should we do for a year – our one-year friendship? Oh, I think it was – I think it's literally one year in November. Yeah. I'm not kidding. It is. We're doing something. We're going to figure it out, you guys. Maybe, like, a giveaway or something special, fun. Yeah. A special episode. Oh, my God. Like, a like... best friend giveaway. Like, a fucking oh, – oh, oh, my God. Yep, we're doing like a best friend something. Yes. Hells oh yeah, and you and your best friend can win it. Fuck yes. Yeah, that was perfect. Okay, we need to find we need to find the date of our first podcast too, and have like a special oh, one year my God, yeah. episode or something. Oh, oh that's so, so cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you guys. Okay, to wrap up our relationship. Um, podcast we get all gushy about Caitlin and I's relationship because we honestly <laughs> are in a long distance relationship it's so cute and I literally don't know what I would do without her so I don't know yes. what I do without you find your friends in your life that like yeah. light you up from the inside out that you honestly can go to for anything and everything and are so supportive they yes. are going to be like your lifeline throughout life throughout everything yes. throughout <sighs> bad relationships throughout getting married kids like all of it like you find those people find the, yeah and find those people that can go deeper with you because I realize is I mean people will tell you this as you get older like you start shedding certain friendships because you outgrow them and all of that stuff but I mean the people that you really want to keep close to you are people like Lauren where we can go deeper and we support each other and there's such a connection there and it's not surface level gossip or how's the weather there like there's so much more and you can find those people and take the risks in like having those vulnerable conversations and they're so beautiful and so amazing and I rather have like just one of those as opposed to like 20 fake friendships or you know surface level day and when you start to weed those people out and you're like like literally it was honestly it was like Caitlin like when Caitlin came into my life it was honestly like two other people and then Caitlin came into my life and I only felt like I had like two good people that really got me and like two friends mm-hmm. that really got me and I ca- I would like get down about it and be like I only have like two people in my life that like really understand me and then you let those people in your life and then you get more people that you know what yep. I mean then more people that you attract more people that feel that same way that aren't surface friends and now I feel like I have all these like I have my friend D if D's listening to this love you girl I have Raya like I have these people in my life like my friend Steph like we don't see each other all that often but like I feel like she's like you know what I mean you slowly are gaining those people that do want to like go deeper than just the surface with you and yes if you're in that stage, like know that those people are coming, they will. Come. Yeah. They will come into your life either face to face or I mean, even like Lauren and I met through social media, they'll come through social media and don't deny those connections. They're so awesome. That's my favorite part about social media is bringing people together that have deeper interest and connecting in that way. It's so much fun and it's so beautiful. And it's why we do what we do. Cause we want to build this little community for you guys. Yes. Yay, yay, yay. we love you all so much um okay um one last thing i want to say go 
talk to your partner and ask them which love language they are. Yeah. Think on it, figure it out, um, and really dissect like those those conversations, those arguments, those like intimate moments. Like dissect it and like really yes. get clear on what it is because it will change your life. Yeah, and if you're single, look at what your find what your love language is, and then kind of think about what partner you want to attract, like what their love language should look like, and I think it will help a lot, especially with with first dates. It's a great conversation too, like. Just if you're just dating someone to find out a little bit more of them and to really tune in with them is find out what their love language is because it's fun. Get a little frisky. Hells yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, go get frisky and have a good frisky. whatever. Frisky Friday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we love you. We Chris love Lou. you. Oh, no, I thought Chris just goes woohoo. I thought he literally just said woohoo in the back dying. He didn't. <laughs> Okay, time to go get frisky. Yay. Bye, guys. We love you. Bye.